Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But bro, where's the banjo? Some Cleveland sports shows try to give you hot takes, but only one can give you a big old piece of hot ham. Welcome to Illegal Ham to the Face. Talking all Cleveland sports. And don't forget our Fat Boy Tuesday, where we also ham it up with some fun food topics. Without further ado, let's serve up some ham. Here are the Ham Boys, Fatty, Fatty. and Big Bry. And Big Bry. Sorry, Bry. I get excited when I hear that. I love the banjo. All good. Uh, what's going on, everybody? I am that fat guy, Jared Fatty Bates. He is Big Bry, and you are watching Illegal Ham to the Face. It is February 7th, 2023, and the big boys are back. We're going to be talking a little bit of calves tonight. We're going to talk some Super Bowl and some prop bets. We're going to get into some city foods, Kansas City and Philadelphia foods for our Fat Boy Tuesday. And then we're going to talk our top three all-time favorite calves tonight. So, Keep in tune. We're going to have some fun. We do have a new City Dog of the Week that we will be getting to here in a little bit. But, Bri, our show is brought to you by Harold Kiel and Lake Erie APA and also City Dogs of Cleveland. If you want to get a hold of Harold, he is getting a bi-weekly doubles league now going here on the west side of Cleveland. If you'd like to join that or join any part of Lake Erie APA, get a hold of myself or Bri, or we have links now in our info for this stream that we got going. And same with City Dogs of Cleveland. Uh, adopt a dog. We have a new adoptable dog. So Big Matt is here. What is going on, Big Matt? So we oh, have Matt. started. So, Brian, how was your week, bud? You have a good week? Good, man. Yeah. Um, it's been uh, it's been a little strange not having football around since it's been four or five months uh, with it on the weekend. And, yeah, I guess it's kind of a uh, – a little feeling for what's to come, unfortunately. So, yes, yeah, a time with family and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> can't uh, right. can't just sit on the couch for the entire Sunday anymore. Well, I mean, what you weren't intrigued by the uh, Pro Bowl where our uh, starting defensive end dislocated his toe. I mean, I got a I... take on that. I mean, we can get to it later. I don't think it's. A, I mean, I think it's kind of been a cliche to. Uh, to rag on the Pro Bowl, they're changing it up. They're trying something new. I, uh, I I recorded it, but I didn't get a chance to watch it because we went down to my brother-in-law's. Actually, I was in your old neck of the woods, or I passed through Coshocton, going down to Zanesville um, nice. on Sunday. So I thought of you there, but um, yeah, we were down there. So I watched it on Thursday. I haven't had a chance to rewatch it what I recorded on Sunday yet. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you don't like it, just don't watch it. I don't, I don't understand why everyone's uh, in such a tizzy about it. No, actually, right. I, I mean, we'll screw it. We're into it now. We'll get I'm not shot. saying you. I'm not. I'm just. I'm. I'm saying. I've the last two days, people have just been dogging on it, and it's like, no, if it's not for you, then just don't watch it. I mean, I thought it was entertaining. I had about the only thing I hated was the uh, the the greatest catch, like them going through Vegas and you know catching balls in the yeah. pool and all. Like, that was a little on. corny. I was like, we did that as kids. Come on, if you're going to catch a ball, catch a ball. Like, make it a slam dunk. Like, jump over a high on day and cat do like six flips and then catch the ball. Like, don't sit sure. here and just go, oh, I caught it because there's smoke in my face. Whoop de do. I can catch it with my <laughs> face too when it hits me there. Um, James has yeah. chimed in. Uh, James says, Oh, big bri, Wolverine's hat. Come on, man. Oh, that's right. Oh, well, I mean, I'll get to it in my shout out, but um, some big, uh, big stuff have happened since our last show. Yeah, he's going to rub in the fact that Ohio State men's basketball sucks and Michigan beat them. But you know, it's Michigan's all right. not very good this year either. <laughs> I'll be honest about that, at least. <laughs> um, did you see the uh, the spread on that? By the way, the news that came out on the spread with that. Mm-mm. What happened? So the spread was like one forty four and a half, right? Okay. So it was 70, was it 77, 67, or 134 and a half? It was one of those. So the spread was already, it was like, it was the under. And everybody was all right. excited. 
Well, that kid from Michigan got called for traveling, and the Buckeyes limped him one there at the end, made the spread over. <laughs> Bad beat. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. I mean, yeah. It, 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 once you start betting like on a consistent basis, and I don't bet that much to be honest, but um, yeah, if you start paying attention to that stuff, it's crazy how uh how often something like that happens, and you're like. Come on, you got to be kidding me. So <laughs> take it with a grain of salt because half the time it works in your favor, half the time it doesn't. Yeah, I know. Uh, you ready for some shout outs, big fella? You want to go first and get your gloating out of the sure, way? Sure. Yeah, I guess I was there already. Um, actually, I didn't even, I wasn't even want to put the hat on. I wasn't even thinking of the Ohio State Michigan game this weekend because, again, it was on Sunday, so I didn't get a chance to watch it. But, um, yeah, say goodbye to the GOAT. Uh, news broke last Wednesday morning um, of Brady retiring. I kind of had a feeling he was going to because he always said he wanted to play till he was 45. And well, he's 45 and didn't look like he was super close to winning a championship this year. So I think he's done. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure everyone has Tom Brady fatigue over the last week, so I won't go too much more into that. But um that's a shout out. Uh, the other one I told you before we uh, before we came on, I went up to the foundry here in Medina on Saturday with my some of my wife's friends, and we had a good time. And what was it? Maybe two years ago, about two years ago, we did a live show from there. It, yeah, a little less than that. It was around there, though. It was like in, I, I thought it was in, in the winter time. Um, so yeah, February, March, something like that. So. We had a good time. Um, yeah, if you're looking for something new, uh, they got go-karts. They got those fast go-karts. They got a ton of cornhole, indoor games. You know, it's a giant bar. It's like a, an adult Dave & Buster. So check it out down in Medina. And then the other one is uh, I picked up my um, Super Bowl beer. It's from Market Garden Brewery. It's called Frosty. So I broke into it. I got a six-pack. I got one of them out because I'm running low on Coors Light. So I'll let you know how it is. But it says it's a tangerine lime wit. What that means, I guess we'll find out. It's not an IPA. That's why I got it. Well, here we go. Uh, James said, did you hear about the sand on the beach he was on? I heard about the 20... Yeah. Year old that he was, yeah. There we go. We'll just Marty Marty McGee were talking about that. Somebody mm-hmm. bid ninety thousand dollars. I thought it was just a, a ridiculous asking price, but they said somebody bid ninety thousand dollars for that sand. Nah, yeah, pass on that. Uh, there's no, even... there's no way. Ninety nine k, James said. Ninety nine thousand. How the? I mean, it's. I would just spit in the face of the third world countries and the, the people that are hungry in this country that can use money like that. It's just absurd. Uh, Justin chimed in and said, Brady, despite whose bench he warmed, is an amazing quarterback with today's rules. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there have been some contrarians that said, uh, you know, Peyton Manning was a better quarterback or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, if you feel that way, whatever. I I think it's just kind of hot takey at this point. Oh, I mean, we're going to get into the, you know, we get the summertime hack stuff here coming up soon. We might do our, like, top five all-time quarterbacks, Brian. What do you think about that? Because you can't really say, like, he's, okay, he's the best quarterback ever. I'll give him that. But the best in the NFL, mm, there are some people that are better. I I mean – I personally hate the argument that, you know, and it goes for all sports, that a quarterback's not worth anything or an NBA player's not worth anything unless they win a championship or multiple championships or, you know, just basing your argument on, well, this guy has more championships than that guy. I think that's just a terrible way to do it. So, but, I mean, in this case, you have three more championships than anybody, any other quarterback, it's, it's hard to argue, but, yeah. I, I don't get too upset if you think somebody else is better. All right. Uh, Justin said he has had one drink since New Year's Eve. Uh, Good God, for you, I wish, man. That's awesome. I wish I could say that. Congrats. <laughs> I've had right. one drink since we started the show. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, are you done with your shout-outs there, big fella? Yep, go for it. 
All right, I got a shout out a place we also went to, uh, Mulligans. Uh, we went there last Sunday to play <laughs> pool. I'll tell you what, I forgot how good the food is, man. I got a king size Reuben, some French fries. We had some other stuff there. I'll tell you what, food was great. It's always a great atmosphere because it was during the uh, championship games. So it was watching all of the championship games and, you know, just having a blast with everybody that was there. Um, got a shout out. Big Matt, who is here now. Uh, God, I love that man. I'm going to headbutt him when I see him because he normally doesn't watch us, but he is tonight. And then I got to shout out uh, our boy, Paulie, not not hype man Polly, our uh, what I like to call the quadruple P, our Polly Parati, uh, has got a new job at Barrio, a little second job at Barrio, slinging nice. taco. So I told him, I'm like, since he's there, I'm like, you better start bringing stuff into work because if he doesn't, I'm gonna be highly disappointed. Do you know where at which uh, which Barrio is at? I have no clue, but he got a new apartment, so that's another congratulations to him. I'm kind of happy for him. Cool. Out, yeah. out, yeah. well, out in Tremont. Out in Tremont. Out oh, yeah. With all the hipsters there in Tremont, you know you know how that goes. Fun Brian. place to be when you're 20 years old, I guess, or 22, yep. whatever it is. Yep, with all those, you know, $9 uh, cup coffees and, you know, all your brunches and, you know, mimosas and whatever you guys drink, you know. My mimosa on Sunday morning is normally a bush light with some bacon. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, if you put if you mix like bush light with uh, with orange juice, I don't think it's half bad. Well, not that I mean, I've done it like on a regular basis, but once or twice. That, that's what we call the redneck mimosa. There you go. Yeah, and it's got to be it's uh, got to be a camo can. Oh hell yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I was going to ask, Was is Mulligan's where we had the live show with Paulus? That is where we had the live show with Paulus. Okay. I, I, I thought it was. I've been there a couple times, but I couldn't remember for sure. So Right there off of uh, 82 and close to 82 and 42. It's like 82 and Prospect, I believe it is. 82 and Prospect. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep. So great food there. Great atmosphere. We had a blast. Um. Doing Bloody Marys. Add a couple of Bloody Marys, Brian. They were good. Nice. Got to do that. Um, other than that, bud, that's kind of all I got going on. Uh, let's dive into our show. Uh, we do have trivia coming up for you, but we do have to get into our dog of the week, Brian. And our dog of the week this week, and we, we've we come to a census on it. It's Frostine. Frostine, yeah. I believe so. That'd be my Frost- guess. Okay. And it is our dog of the week from City Dogs of Cleveland. And we got a little something. They did some upgrades on our stuff here. And I, you know, kind of got smarter and started playing around with stuff on our show, uh, which is kind of fun for me to do. But let's bring this up here, Bri. We'll go over to our one layout and we will add Frostine to the show. And there she is. Frostine <laughs> makes adorable little faces. She hopes she rope you in with some snuggles. Cheerful, lovely lady. Uh, all the volunteers says she is a very nice dog. She has an engaging personality. She is estimated to be around five years old. She has passed the puppy stage, but she still has a lot of energy. She is active. She has some manners on her belt and walking well on a leash. Seems housebroken. She has an attentive to her person. She can settle down nicely. Best of all, she's a very affectionate, loving girl. And would surely enjoy the chance of someone snuggle buddy on the couch for a play group assessment for Frostine with social with other dogs. She weighs about 49 pounds and you can visit www.tinyurl.com backslash meet a city dog to set up a meeting with her. And we have that link in our back end, but we'll do one more quick run through with Frostine, our dog of the week. Um, Brian, we were doing pretty good on mm-hmm. dogs being adopted from our show and I appreciate it. Uh, they're still mm-hmm. looking for help with donations and stuff. So we'll go with that. But that is Frostine. And why is it every picture she looks like she's smiling? Yeah, that one's unbelievable. <laughs> That's how for sure you photoshopped that. No, like even look at the very last one. She just looks like she's cheesing it up for the camera. Let me get to the last <laughs> one. 
every picture she is smiling. How can you not yeah. love a happy dog like that? Look, well, nope, here comes there the cheese. Is. That's a good nope. one. Cheese. <laughs> All right, go adopt that girl. Get me and Bri back in here. <clears throat> um, get her from City Dogs. Uh, glad that Beth and us had partnered back up. Great time. We love City Dogs. They're still looking for Kongs. So, and Kongs, K O N G S. If you could help them out, please get a hold of them at Friends of City Dogs or City Dogs of Cleveland. Uh, Justin just messaged me on, and he sent a photo. And he's still, he's trying, oh my God, he is trying to get my blood pressure going again about this. Taco is a hot dog and a hot dog is a taco. We'll oh. do a place for that discussion. Right, it's not Brian, now. Not I know we got not, football stuff. I know, I know. All right, <laughs> so let's, let's throw up our little trivia here, Bri. Man, it's a hot dog and taco. All right, mm, 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 mm. All right, Briar. Trivia is brought to you by City Dogs of Cleveland. And Bry, here is your NFL trivia of the week. Nice. All right. Just had the Pro Bowl. We just had a whole bunch of things. Browns had four Pro Bowl players, but I'm not giving you Pro Bowl trivia. I'm bringing the hook back on you. Bry, since 2020, the most missed tackles forced is 198. Mm-hmm. Nick Jamal Chubb is tied for first with what running back? Okay. All right. Now, this is her, her football focus slash fantasy. So he's had an 198 missed tackles forced. That means running through them, nobody can tackle him, Brian. Nobody can do it. I've got – well – it's running through them. I got a good answer, but I'm, I'm wondering like missed tackles force. Is that running through them? Is that stiff arm? That stiff arm? Anything. And just, it, just forcing missed tackles. Just forcing missed tackles, right? Okay. Let's see. All right. For the last two years then, huh? Oh, Big Matt. Big Matt has chimed in, and it's not him, Big Matt. And the great thing is, is okay. Brian can't see comments so no i'm thinking it's not the obvious answers i'll go somebody else all right bry let's get into our cleveland headlines now after we do the trivia bring up the uh All right, Brian, Cleveland headlines for this week. We will first start off with your Browns talk right out of the gate, Brian. You have four Pro Bowlers from the Browns at the Pro Bowl. You have Wyatt Teller, Joel Batonio, Miles Garrett, and Nick Chubb all participating in the Pro Bowl. Uh, you also had defensive coordinator, ex-defensive coordinator, Joe Woods, hired by the Saints. And then there's been a few other rumblings coming around with the uh, Browns, but nothing has actually happened yet. But they're talking about play calling and some other things. We will see what happens with that later on down the road. But, Brian, we watched Pro Bowl. I watched Pro Bowl. I had a blast watching it. I'm telling you what, Joe Petonio should be our next punt returner um, after watching the <laughs> punt. You know, to be able to catch four balls for that big fella, that was amazing. I, actually, I love that because it's guys that normally don't return punts. And to see linebackers, to see offensive linemen, was the best thing ever. And I saw a quick snippet of it. Is it was it where you you field punt and then you have to hang on to the ball and like field another one? So what it is, you go out first, and they were trying to get the last two remaining, which Joe Petonio made it. So you started out with one ball. All right, catch the one ball. Everybody catches it because they had like five guys going. Then the next round, you try to catch two. Now, Wyatt Teller tried to catch two. I think he tried to catch three. He got two, but he couldn't get three. 
and then he was out. Uh-huh. So you're trying to get the last two available. So Joe Batonio made it for the AFC by catching, I think he catch, caught four, maybe five. Nice. Okay. But you got to keep a hold of them. So, like, the next punt comes, uh-huh. you got another one. So you had, like, everybody's holding on to three balls, trying to catch one with one arm. And they uh-huh. did it that way, which was, which was funny and it just crazy because the uh, the one that cracked me up was oh God, who was the line? It was a Ravens linebacker, I think. Came out to catch one, and it just it hit him right in the chest and just flew out of just, just everywhere. He's like, just threw up the ball. I'm done. And you can hear him even cussing uh-huh. too, which was even the best one. Just a couple f bombs being dropped, but we love that. Um, the Miles Garrett dislocated his toe on an obstacle course that over unders climbing under ropes or climbing over walls underneath ropes for some odd reason. You had Joel Batonio running through walls at the time, and then you had Nick Chubb high stepping with Saquon Barkley, and Chubb couldn't get his feet in the tires, and Barkley beat him. But overall, Brian, I actually enjoyed. I did watch the Pro Bowl. And I'm actually enjoyed. Now I did not watch the flag football because that kind of turned it off for me. But like you said, mm-hmm. watching the skills competitions and everything else that these guys are doing is actually quite fun. And having the Manning brothers there going against each other made it even better too. I mean, what do you think about it? Yeah, like I said, I watched Thursday night. Um, probably majority of it, maybe 80, 90 percent of it. So I saw the, um, yeah, that that best catch or most spectacular catch that was kind of a dud for me but the uh, the longest drive was kind of fun um i'm pretty sure i could have hit it 350 though because they're teeing off a pie and it just drops down and then it's like all dead grass down there so it just hits and it just keeps bouncing so um so that one was fun to watch though uh to see some of those guys swing a golf club um and then uh, i watched dodgeball dodgeball you know it's dodgeball it was okay it's fun watching your guys out there chubb and garrett um and garrett was one of the last ones um left at the end kind of stepped out and got screwed by a call just by a couple inches so that sucked for him but um the passing one uh with the quarterbacks was a lot of fun to watch i thought with Derek Carr kind of pairing it up and uh yeah then i just kind of heard about or saw little snippets from sunday and yeah, they seem fine. I, 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 like I said, I recorded it. I plan on watching it when I'm bored or something like that or about to go down for a nap. You know, It's not the most exciting thing ever, but uh, I can be entertained by it. If they had this in the middle of May, it would probably get four times the rating because you know we'd be so football hungry for anything. But it's just right now, it's like, yeah, we've had five months of football and we're waiting in anticipation for the Super Bowl, so it's not as great. But um, yeah, it's it's football, <laughs> so you know it beats watching Rutgers versus Indiana basketball or the Clippers play the um, the Pacers in NBA. So take it for what it is, enjoy it. Don't think too much about it. Some of them are going to be good, some are going to be duds. They're kind of working through it still. So yeah. I, I enjoyed it for the couple of hours that I did watch. Yeah. And I just love hearing the guys talk crap to each other. Also it's probably one of the best things. Like they had um, the one that I laughed at, they had uh, Micah Parsons on there and they they were up commentating for the, you know, other ones playing dodgeball and they made a bet with each other. First one out had to do a hundred pushups. And I'm just sitting there going, and I started thinking back, like, when was the last time I could actually do 100 push-ups <laughs> and, like, consecutively? And, man, Brian, it's, it's been about 20 years. Well, tip-top shape for athletes. But I, I almost want them to, and they did it last year, do a foot race. Let's see who the fastest guy in the NFL is. Um, yeah, Tyreek Hill kind of dogged it last year. Yeah, but nobody's really going to run at it because there's nothing on the line for it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can say, oh, wow, I'm the fastest person. You're going to be like, oh, okay, whoop-de-doo. Like, I didn't even try. Oh, right. Well, and that's that's on the athletes. If, if they're afraid to try because their ego might take a hit because you know, I think Michael Parsons won it last year, beat Tyreek Hill. Uh, it, it's – it's oh, yeah, Chubb, Chubb might have finished second. Um, he did. 
it's the ego of the the modern athlete. Why doesn't LeBron do the dunk contest? Because his ego can't handle losing to Gerald Green in the dunk contest, some below average guy. So these guys go out there and they try the hardest. I remember watching growing up, Larry Allen put up like 45 bench presses of 225 pounds or something and just blowing the rest of the competition away. And it, I mean, it was fun to fun to watch say that guy's the strongest guy in the NFL. That guy's the fastest guy in the NFL. This quarterback's the most accurate. So you, you need the players to buy in. Um, and if they do, I think it can be a great, uh, great TV spectacle. I just, you know, something, Bry, I honestly, what I want to see now, and I know you were talking about just see who's the fastest stuff like that. I just want to see like the positions, like, you know, we used to see with, uh, you know, the running backs, you know, running through the drill and then turn around, getting a button hook pass, you know, almost like the agility contest that they used to have. I would like to see, you know, God, right. Just throwing at the foam targets again or having the, who could throw the longest ball. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. That'd be a blast. And just like, just watching that. Cause I remember the last time we watched it, it was like Brett Favre, McNair, Steve Young, when they did all that stuff. But I mean, I, you got the, you got the, as Paulie is in here now, you got the hype behind it. You can have fun with it and make fun games out of everything. Even whether it be cornhole. Sure. Like you could have a team play cornhole against each other. It would be hilarious to hear them talk. Even the one I did like though, Brian, did you watch the long drive? I did. Yep. That Talked had the funniest shit I have ever seen. Those guys, like you had some really good golfers and then you had, who was it that did the uh, chili dipper up Lee Jansen's ass? You know, which one I'm talking about guy that never <laughs> golfed before. But then he finally got a hold of one and hit it like 280. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, was it Ravens guy or was it the Packers linebacker? Was Andre Campbell or something like that? Um, Man, but yeah. The one that shot off to the right, I thought he killed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the hell some of those guys get signed up for that event. If you've never played golf before, I mean, maybe they're just looking for anybody to sign up and do it. But uh, there's got to be you know, six guys that actually play golf in the Pro Bowl, you would think. You know, you know exactly what it is? Justin Tucker sat there and looked at those guys going, oh, yeah. oh you're, you're saying golf's easy. Come on, big boy. Come on. Come on. You want to come play golf? Let's play golf. <laughs> Justin Tucker, Tressway, you knew it was going to be a kicker, a punter, a quarterback that, uh, that, you know, they're just students of the game and they can go out and play golf, you know. A lot of the quarterbacks, stuff like that, get out and play a ton of golf. So, uh, now I'm not surprised. All right. So, we also have – so, James informed me that the Cleveland Browns didn't make a roster move on Tuesday yeah. afternoon by signing former Michigan and Rutgers defensive tackle Michael Dumafor. Something like that. I didn't know he went to Michigan. Dwami for whatever it is. Yeah, they can um, play for the Texans. I saw. It were whatever. Uh, just somebody. That's I don't care. Body. Yeah, maybe it pops. As long as it's not like the uh, the major league. Like this guy's dead. Bring him in. I don't care if you got tracks on the tires. Let's see what you got. Like, sure. <laughs> hey, what's Warren Sapp doing these days? Can we get Warren Sapp out of retirement and bring him back in to play in the middle for us? Ted Washington. He could plug up some holes. Um, well, he can, well, yeah. Yes, he can. He is a big boy. All right, uh, Brian, the Super Bowl is upon us. All right, we got the Eagles, and then we got the Chiefs. And a lot of prop bets are going to be going on, which is so much fun for us because we joke around about the prop bets, and they talk about how long is the national anthem? Is something going to happen during the halftime? How long is halftime? Uh, what is the one team that comes out on the field first? What's the coin flip, Brian? What's the coin flip going to be? Who's going to flip the coin? There's the other one. Um, mm -hmm. Just the little nuances. Whose girlfriend's going to be on camera first? That is the one I like the most. But, like, you just have all these <laughs> different prop bets. But it's just, it's fun because you're like, who's going to be on camera first? Is it going to be 
which star is going to be on camera first or what quarterback is going to be on camera first or who's actually kneeling and pray. Let's bet for that one. Man, you want to talk about some degenerate bets, but we're about to have some here for this. So, Bri, if you had a prop bet, what would be like your favorite prop bet to do for the Super Bowl? Oh, goodness. I don't even know. <laughs> Every bet is 50-50. Although I, th- I thought I heard, um, oh, the last four or five national anthems have been under what they set. So I would think maybe that's a solid one, but I think Chris Stapleton's singing it. So being a country guy, you might kind of slow it down a little bit, maybe play some guitar. I don't know. So. I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, if, if I knew a good one, I'd uh, I'd run out to Vegas and uh, live there my, the rest of my life. But everything's, you know, they're, they're picked to uh, to have it go 50-50. So if I had to pick something, I kind of like the under. I don't think there's going to be a ton of points scored. Um, with the Eagles' defense the way it is and the Eagles being a running team, I think that'll drain the clock down. But, um. Who knows, Peyton, you know, Patrick Mahomes could throw two 80-yard bombs in the first half, and I was like an idiot. Yeah, well, you know, that's how it always happens. Um, Justin, Justin, how many players say a hot dog is a taco? Uh, Justin, we will save that conversation for another time. Bri, I don't know what to do with them. I don't know. Ignore it. I'm trying. It's hard. It's hard, but it's okay. I'll focus back. Um, I think one of my favorites has got to be in the national anthem because you can only sing it so fast or so slow, and they have it timed to a T. Like, if you're going to sing it normal, this is the time that you're going to get. You go over or under. And it's like, and then you have somebody that tries to jazz it up a little bit, or like you said, Chris Stapleton singing it, right? believe so yeah so he might be more little dumb it down and but you never know because i've heard uh heard a lot of songs by him and he likes to uh you know vocal riff like justin timberlake so it might be a little longer bry do you want how about you want to take you want to make a little uh brewski bet on the over under for that yeah what do you want what do you, you want i'll take the over you got the over, I got the under. Okay. Right. And the halftime show this year is Brian, this is losing me. Is it it's not J Lo? Who's the halftime show this year? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, somebody looked that up for us because we don't have somebody here to find that on the internet right now. Got it for you up here. I'm I'm dialed in to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but who who's the halftime show? I just told you, Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna. You just, all I heard was yeah. And I was like, Oh, no, Rihanna. Yeah. Rihanna halftime show. Oh, that'd be a nice halftime show. Is Justin Timberlake? Uh don't know no. who else is gonna be on there. Um, I don't know if they've announced it, but that's what I know about the halftime show. All right. Well, I guess I can do a little bit of umbrella. I mean, it'll be all right. I don't understand it. They they always do pop music. Yeah, I guess they've done some old time rock and roll. Um, they have Prince one year, and they have Springsteen sometime. Yeah, like last or year they two or something like that. Last year they had the hip hop, which was That's awesome true, for right. anybody in the early two thousands, late nineties. Because never just, any country. I don't get it. What do you mean never any country? Didn't Garth Brooks do it one year? Garth, uh, maybe like twenty five years ago. Garth Brooks has done everything. I won't be surprised. It's been a while though. It's about time. Just well, guess saying. what? I know what your trivia is going to be in the next time we do it. Who is the last country artist to do it? I, I'm telling you, it's probably been a while. I mean, maybe Garth Brooks in the nineties. Maybe. Nah, I think Hank Williams with Kid Rock. Oh well, he he wasn't the uh, the headliner at halftime. Oh, here's Justin. I'd rather not have the uh, AARP members at halftime. Justin, I you know, jeez. That's why they're that's why they're going with. I mean, I don't know. Is Rihanna still popular? Should she still putting out 
uh, hits her, she over the hill now. I, mean, I feel like I haven't heard a hit from her in seven, eight years. Brian, we're not up with like the new music. Let's just be honest. Oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm, I, I can't say for sure, but I feel like I haven't heard anything from her in like a while. I, like my kids are listening now to uh, Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. And there's a song, I think it's called Bones. But they love this song. And I started listening to it. And I'm like, holy shit, it's the Backstreet Boys. It sounded just like the Backstreet Boys. And I'm like, full circle. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome, guys. They're like, no, this is Magic Dragons, Dad. I'm like, okay, Backstreet's back. All right. Uh, I don't no know what love. you want me to tell No love. I know. I know. But is there any other, like, my my big bet is I love the uh, anytime touchdowns for everybody for the Super Bowl. And, like, the one I like okay. the most is the Jalen Hurts rushing touchdown. Seems like that guy always gets one. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, actually, I was just looking today. I think he might be second or third um, most likely to score a touchdown. Like, Kelsey's number one. Miles Sanders is up there. I think Miles Sanders and Hertz are like two and three. So it's not a bad bet. Justin Justin came through with the trivia, Bri. You want the trivia now? Okay. Sure. Brian, you to me. It's been 20 years since the last oh. country artist. 2002. Okay. 2003. Shania Twain, was it? I want to say Shania Twain. Shania Twain, look at you was getting it? your trip on. Yeah, it was. There you go. Yep. Justin, See? thank you for that 20 one. 20 years. It's been too long. Years. Yeah. We're going to what? put Chris Stapleton up on stage. Come on. Nah, he's not. I mean, you got to put, you need somebody that puts on a show. He's just going to stand behind a mic stand and play the guitar. So I don't know if yeah. he'd be the best one for it. But he does songs with everybody Lady Gaga, Justin Timberlake. Gonna be good yeah, he doesn't dance around. You need somebody dancing, jumping, something like what that. What do you expect from him? He's got a beard. He's white, and he's wearing a cowboy hat. He's not going to boot scoop boogie up there. That's why he's singing the national anthem. That's that's right oh. firmly in his lane. He's not a perform type of artist. You need a performer, like a Garth Brooks, like you said. Now, I've heard a couple of songs. He doesn't suck. No, he does not suck. He's actually really... I love Chris Stapleton. Be honest, Bri. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bri, is there actually one really good bet that you would like to make on this besides... Like, if you had... You're you're saying you're wanting to take the under because you think it's going to be more of a rushing. You got, like, a little parlay that you would... Like, a little three-pick parlay that you would like. So... I'm I'm in this very predicament. I'm in, like I mentioned in the past, you know, we do this monopoly thing with my buddy. And so I'm in first and I, I have like 35,000 points and the next closest guy has 10,000. And so he's got to go all in on a parlay. And if he does that, he can beat me by, you know, five, 6,000, whatever. So I, I need to make a bet for five or 6,000 to top him in case he hits it. And, I, I'm wrestling with it. I, I think the safe play for me is to do a teaser and do uh, the Chiefs up to seven and a half. That way, if um, if they lose by a touchdown, I'm still good. I think it'll be a close game. I, I'm just having a hard time. And then teasing the total up to like 56 and a half because I think it'll be under that. So if I had to make a play, it's probably something safe like that. Um I don't know. I, I, it depends on the day for me waking up. Uh, you know, who I think is going to, I could talk myself into either side, you know, with Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes having the experience in this game, but then, um, you know, the pass rush of Philadelphia. And that's what really did in uh, Kansas City last time they were taking on uh, Tampa in the Super Bowl. Now, Kansas City's offensive line is much, much better than it was back then. But the Mahomes injury, you don't know how limited he's going to be. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts is a wild card. He, he's still maybe a little bit hurt, but um, 
never played in a stage like this before. Maybe national championship when he got pulled at halftime, you could say. But, uh, yeah, he just hasn't been in pressure situations. So, I don't know. If, you know, if we're looking at pro- player props, I think I think they'll end up dumping it down a lot, the Chiefs, for the running backs. And last time I had McKinnon over his yardage, but he hardly played. They just threw it a bunch to Pacheco. And so he got all the short passes. So I think one of those running backs, McKinnon, Pacheco, flip a coin, will get a lot of receiving yards. Other than that, yeah, uh, made my favorite. Now, Bry, this is my Super Bowl bet. Now, uh, I'm not saying who we bet with or how it is done, but there was a free bonus bet that I got. You know, they're giving out free money in Ohio anyways. So I got a – sure. Free ten dollar bonus bet, Bry. So if it's a free ten bucks, I'm taking it for all it's worth. Now tell me I'm crazy on this one, but I'm going to. It's a seven pick parlay. This sounds right. crazy already. Yes, you're crazy. Oh, a seven oh, pick yeah. parlay. <laughs> seven pick parlay plus four thousand. All right. I got the Kansas City Chiefs money line. I got them winning the Super Bowl. I got the Eagles over 15 and a half points total. That's a safe one. I got over Jalen Hurts passing yards, 224 and a half. Okay. I got over Patrick Mahomes passing yards, 250 plus. Okay. Seems like I a got, one. I got a Devontae Smith, Miles Sanders, and Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown score. And that is my parlay. Okay. Now, am I crazy okay. on any of these? I mean, <laughs> is there a chance it all hits? Absolutely. Um, is there a reason it's 4,000? Or 40 to 1? Yeah, probably not. I mean, you, you need everything to hit. If you get 8 of 9, you're screwed. So, well, no, I know. But I mean, it, was it. A, it was one of those free $10 bets. It was like, I looked at Hope. I'm oh, like, yeah. why not? I'm like, why not? Yeah, Let's have some fun with it. Mahomes over under for passing yards is like 290 or something. So if you can, you know, take the alternate value and get 250, I would think you'd have 250. Um, Oh, yeah, throw a dollar on it, throw $10 on it. <laughs> I meant to tell you earlier, um, I mentioned I was out on Saturday, and, you know, women are talking, having a good time, and I'm just kind of stuck there watching sports and something. So I have, like, a free bet on this one app, and it was a I, – I saw I had, like, $100 in my account. And I go, okay, great. I'll just bet it on and make a really safe bet. So I put it on like, um, oh, the Warriors or somebody to win. And, and it was one of these in-game bets. And I put it on like $100 on the Warriors to win. And it was like, uh, you know, I won $100 to win two bucks, three bucks, four bucks, whatever. Something very small. I'm like, oh, safe enough. Four bucks is four bucks, whatever. So I did that. I get the $4. But my hundred dollar free bet is now wasted. I don't get that hundred dollars. I just I wasted a free bet to win like three dollars and fifty three cents or something like that. So I was kicking myself. I had a couple of cocktails, a couple of cold beers. So uh, I wasn't thinking straight at that time. It's all right. Four bucks <laughs> just pissed four it away. Bucks. Yeah, but I mean, I should have put it on something on the Super Bowl or something. It, you know, if I lose it, I lose it. No big deal. But at least give me the opportunity to win. 80 90 bucks something like that so wasn't thinking um bry do you want to talk about the Cavs a little bit or do you want to get into fat boy tuesday it's up to you because we can uh, catch next week i i don't know if i have any strong Cavs takes at this point we can get into them more next week well the uh the the trade deadline is on thursday the one mm-hmm. Cavs news uh kyrie irving did get traded to the Dallas Mavericks from Brooklyn, uh, which is one of the big blockbuster trades. 
and uh, you know we'll get into this next week, Bri. But I'm I'm I know he won us a championship and helped win us a championship here in Cleveland. But I am done with the Kyrie drama. Like it feels like every time, like everybody's like, "Well, he's a great player." When he plays, he's a great player. Now, would you put him in the top ten right now, Bry, in the NBA? Borderline. Right? He's a tremendous I mean, talent. I'm not saying he's not good, but it's just like either he's injured or he's got some other crap going on that it's just unreal what this guy like when he was here, like even Andre Not today said he goes when he was here, he was quiet, he was shy. He's not like what he is now. And it's just like, and for the people in the NBA, NBA fans to love Kyrie, I still don't get it. Like, yeah, he hit a shot for us in Cleveland. Like, I understand Cleveland getting it, but NBA fans love Kyrie, and I just still don't get why. I I don't understand the fascination with him. Yeah, I always have a soft spot in my heart for Kyrie for what he did for the city, but... I mean, present Kyrie, I think Kyrie Irving has a lot of issues, um, and I can't begin to explain them. Um, you know, hopefully he gets some help at some point. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Have Kyrie uh, go get a job paying fifteen dollars an hour or something, and then uh, then really talk about real issues and real problems. So. I want him nowhere near any of my uh, teams at this point. He's just – he's he's got problems. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say other than that. He's just I'm, – yeah, yeah, I'm done with him too. I, I could care less if we ever talk about him again. All right, so we'll get into that here later too. We'll have another show of overrated or not overrated. Can't wait for that one. Um, Brian, let's get into Fat Boy Tuesday because um, – we're going to be talking a little bit about Kansas City food and Philadelphia food. Like we did our Super Bowl spreads last week, but let me play our uh, little pop in here for Bob and Millersburg. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. And I think Bry left. We'll just remove him for now. But for uh, this Fat Boy Tuesday, we're going to talk about. It's Super Bowl spreads again, but we're going to talk more about the Kansas City cuisine and the Philadelphia cuisine because you had Juju Smith-Schuster come out saying that Philly doesn't have the best cheesesteaks. And it's like, come on, that's where they were invented. It's Philly cheesesteak. Just like you have wings in Buffalo, they're Buffalo wings. Now, granted, you can find great Buffalo wings all around the world. I, I get it, but to go to Buffalo and actually have Buffalo wings, there's like a nostalgia with it. When you go to Philly, you want to have cheese steaks. When you go to Kansas City, you want to hit up that barbecue. So now that Bry's back, I wish you had told me you're going to have to honor. Um, I gave you the uh, out. Oh, I didn't see that. I just saw the headphones come off right after. I'm like, and he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. Um, but we're going to talk about like the most iconic spreads here. So, Bry. For Philadelphia, this is Visit Philadelphia. The number one for Philly is a cheesesteak. Okay. Number two is a roast pork sandwich. Mm-hmm. Number three, got to go with hoagies. Uh, number four, Philly soft pretzel. Oh, yeah. Number five, water ice. What the hell is water ice? <laughs> I could not begin to explain to you what that is. Water- Water ice. Oh, it's almost like um I like an icy slushy. Yeah, like icy. Like that. Tasty cakes. There you go, buddy. Like That's those. Uh scrapple. What is scrapple? Uh mixture of pork oh, I've heard of that. All right. Tomato pie. Brian, you ever had tomato pie? No. It's what is it? It's just Pizza without the cheese or something, right? Yeah, it's just pizza sauce. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, red gravy ball. Uh, peanut okay. chews. Gold, Goldenberg peanut chews. And finally, a number 11 pork roll. 
Now, pork roll almost looks like bologna, Bry. Okay. Not going to lie. It's, Get it's down look, some pork roll. It's a sausage-like breakfast meat. So it's ham. My God, they're giving them hams. <laughs> All right. So, Bry, out of those, like, those are the top go-tos. <laughs> but, I mean, you're really going to go to Philly for a Philly cheesesteak, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's that's the thing they're known for. That's the big debate. Who has the best cheesesteak in town? I think there's maybe two or three that are really famous for their cheesesteaks. But some of the Perk Myers that I kind of forgot about is uh, the soft pretzels. I don't know if they originated in Philly, but uh, I think there's a, a Philly soft pretzel company out there somewhere that uh, is pretty popular. So that would be my go-to. I'd try the cheesesteak. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you're in Philly. You have to try cheesesteak, I would think. Even though I don't, I don't know if I've ever had one in my life, to be honest. So, be a good place to start. From Philly or just a cheesesteak in general? In general, I don't know if I've ever done it. You've had a f- chicken Philly from Debella's. Yeah, it's a chicken Philly. I'm talking cheesesteak. Oh, you're Not talking chicken Philly. Oh, you're talking about an actual steak Philly. Oh, like a cheese steak. Yeah, what they're known for. I mean, I would eat it out there, and I'm sure I've had roast beef with au jus sauce or something like that. So some people might say that's pretty similar, but uh, yeah, official cheese steak. I don't know if I've ever done that. Hmm. Steakums, maybe a long time ago. I'm trying to find the Kansas City. I mean, Kansas City is known for their barbecue, right? Mm hmm. All right, here's a, there we go. Burn-ins, burn-ins is on here. All right, so travel oh, yeah. route. Oh, there you go. Here are the most iconic foods in Kansas City. Number 11, burn-ins. Burn-ins. Number 11? Number 11. That'd Hold be on. number one. Number 10, cheese slipper. Sounds strange, <laughs> but cheese slipper is a Kansas City specialty. It's a bakery. Wow, it actually looks really good. It's a delicious pastry with aged cheddar and cheese curds added. That actually sounds pretty sounds good. Right? Oh, cheese curds. Anything cheese curds involved. Uh, Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, of course. Uh, classic fried chicken. Brisket sandwich sliders. Mm-hmm. Russell Stover chocolates. Interesting. Maybe that's where they're located. All right, I don't know about this one. Sour cream and raisin pie. Brian, what no, is too that? Weird. Too I weird mean, for me. I, I, I mean, I'm sure it's not as bad as it sounds, but um, that yeah, doesn't sound great. Kansas City strip steak. Kansas City chicken spadini. It's a chicken kebab. Okay. Okay. Cheesy corn. You ever had cheesy corn, Bri? Um, I've had like casseroles or uh, cheese corn casseroles or like cornbread with like cheese mixed in it. So I don't know if that's exactly the same. It's a side dish with milk, creamy, sharp cheddar cheese, sweet corn, salty bacon, and served with a smoky barbecue meat dish. So it gives you the... I'm in. Uh, yeah, I am definitely in for that. And it actually looks really good. I, I got to show you the picture here a little bit. Uh, the Z-Man sandwich. Z-Man sandwich is a pork sandwich, I believe. Sliced smoked brisket, melted provolone cheese, onion rings, and barbecue sauce all packed into a roll. Yeah, we got to go with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And number one... Oh, Chili and cinnamon rolls. Get the hell out of here. Hmm. Okay. I'd be down with that, too. That doesn't sound half bad. A little salty, a little sweet. Chili and cinnamon rolls? I don't know, Bri. Really? Like, you can't have, like, a little... You're just based... You're you're substituting cinnamon roll for cornbread. I mean, it doesn't sound as good, but... You know, two good things like that. I'd try. 
No, they they actually do. It's just like cornbread. That's what they're saying. It's actually mm-hmm. crazy. I understand. I do a lot of weird stuff too, but that was uh yeah. That was uh so if you had to pick, where would you rather go? To Philly to eat food or Kansas City to eat food? Sounds like Kansas City's more up my alley. I mean every pretty much everything that you've read off other than the uh, the raisin sour cream pie sounded pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I mm, it's a toss up because I like sandwiches, Bri. I oh, yeah. like sandwiches. And they got they got the hoagies over there with the Philly cheesesteak sandwich. And they put gravy on their fries, I'm pretty sure. They put fries in their salad. Remember that? That was a that's Pittsburgh. I thought or yeah. is that all all Pennsylvania thing? That's a Pennsylvania thing, putting French fries in your salad. Weird. Well, if you think about it, it's kind of, yeah, yeah. All right, I got to go Philly, Bry. I got to go with the okay. Philly cheesesteak. I've never had it. I got to go, like, I've had cheesesteaks before, but I've never had, I've never had the authentic with the whiz, with everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I got to at least go try one. And hopefully there's one that has a lot of horseradish, because I love horseradish on my Philly cheesesteaks. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it I don't is know if I knew that. Either horseradish or horseradish sauce, you know, the nice little mayo. Oh, yeah. So what so, do you know about um, about Kansas City barbecue? I really don't know much about Kansas I mean, City barbecue. Like, I've, huh? The barbecue sauce, because... I lost Sorry, my... I'm back. I'm no, back. Um, so... You know, they have like Texas barbecue sauce, Carolina barbecue is, sauce, Memphis barbecue. Like, I would think it's more of Kansas City is more of that bold and sweet, like sugary. Okay. Because you have your like your Carolina is more of a vinegary mustard base, depending on where you're at. Right. You got Texas, which is like the rich red. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And then like, I think of like Kentucky. And Kansas City, kind of like the same barbecue, except Kentucky has like the bourbon barbecue. But I think it's like a more of a mm-hmm. dark like syrup barbecue on theirs. But I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure, bud, because I you know you get to like the KC Yeah, you get the KC masterpiece that we get in the stores and stuff. But like I've had yeah, there you like, go. Yeah, I've had Carolina barbecue and it's a lot of vinegar and a lot of like mustard base. Like Carolina's mm-hmm. a little different. I've had a lot of Carolina. But Kansas City, I really haven't had that much of. But I, I mean, I'm guessing it's that molasses, brown sugar, you know, dark, really good, really sweet barbecue. That's what I'm guessing. I mean, okay. do you, yeah, maybe that's something that sounds good. That sounds right to me. Um, but yeah, maybe one of our listeners can chime in if they got. An idea. I was just wondering because I know it's you know it's a huge barbecue city, but I also know it's different than other big barbecue cities that I named. But um, yeah, just I, wondering what the difference was. I know they're known for the ribs, right? Which I was surprised that ribs wasn't on that list. I didn't yeah, think. I know they're known like Texas is brisket, Carolina mm-hmm. is like pork. You got Kansas City, which is ribs. You got Cleveland, which is Cleveland's like a mix. Po' boys. Well, yeah, you got your po' boys, but like Cleveland's a mix between a lot of um, like Cleveland barbecue is a mix between Carolina and Kansas City because you got like a lot of mustard bases, especially when we have great mustard companies up here, like you know the uh, Cleveland Mustard Company. You got Burtman's, you know, Stadium Mustard that you could use a lot, which I know Mm -hmm. that Chef Simon uses for Mabel's. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a lot of stuff, but I, that's the only thing I could think of. Because, I mean, you think about Kansas City and St. Louis are right there, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty close together. Yep. <clears throat> so, the only thing I think of is St. Louis ribs, St. Louis style ribs, big, fat, meaty ribs. Sure. No. All right, Brian. Well, we're here at the end of the show. Uh, we'll do our trivia real quick so that everybody's here. Brian, okay. 
I asked you about a running back other than Nick Chubb that has the most forced non-tackles since 2020. Can you name me yeah. that other back? I think Derrick Henry was kind of the obvious choice, but then at second guess, he um, he missed, I think, the second half of last year because I have him in fantasy. So I'm just trying to think of who stayed healthy for the last few years. Um, and, you know, Jonathan Taylor hurt most of this year. I'm going – maybe it's recency bias. I'm going Josh Jacobs. Boom, shakalaka. Way to go, bud. Is that right? Josh Jacobs tied with our boy, Nick Chubb. Uh, Justin Chubb's John much Holmes. better. John Holmes breaks a lot more than tackles. Um, Josh Jacobs, yes. They are both tied. Chris? First. All right, Chris. Chris, now somebody Chris said Derrick Henry. Uh, Big Matt said Derrick Henry first. But yeah, no, that was my was initial good. thought. But yeah, Josh he missed Jacobs. time last year. And let's finish off our top three here, big fella. And our top three is all-time favorite Cavaliers. Now, we're going to dive a little bit more into the Cavs. Now that the Pro Bowl is done, we'll talk a little bit about the Super Bowl next week. But we got Cavs until we got spring training. So we got Cavs. We got Guardians coming up, and then whatever news we get from the Browns throughout whatever we can get through and maybe throw in some other fun stuff. But, Brian, I brought this up knowing that most for most of us, LeBron James is pretty much the like the creme de la creme here in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to ask you, if you didn't have to pick LeBron James, who would your other top three Cavaliers be? You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead, bud. Okay, so taking LeBron out of it, I would agree with you. He's probably still my number one, even though, you know, I have mixed feelings about him. But uh, he brought us a championship. So in that same thought, I feel like I have to put Kyrie on there. As much as, um, as, much as the last three, four, five years have changed my feeling about him, if I'm just judging him based on his time in Cleveland, uh, yeah, I feel like I have to give him a nod at some point, and yeah, I'll put him at three. Um, just for the shot, just for the way he played, I mean, it's magnificent talent. So he's my number three. My number two, I'm going to go Zoldrunas. Um, yeah, not the most flashiest dude, but uh, but yeah, he was just kind of he was Cleveland. He was uh, he was loyal to the city. He battled through injury early in his career and uh and he just he always showed up after that and he was just the guy you could count on and he was almost the face of the franchise before LeBron came in. So uh so he's my number two. My number one is the guy that I grew up loving and he's been my guy, you know, ever since I was maybe six, seven, eight years old and God rest his soul. He's no longer with us, but Hot Rod Williams, he was he's my dude, number 18. All right. For me, Bry, I got to go with number three, and this might blow your mind a little bit. Got to go with the wild thing. Watching him play was absolutely crazy, and he was wild. Oh, my God, was he wild, Bry. With mm-hmm. the hair, everything else, got to go with him. Number two for me, is Zadrunas also uh just Z being here for the time that he was uh was absolutely amazing and number one for me Bry I loved him when I was little Mark Price sure. Mark Price was my number one uh, I got some honorable mentions uh booby guy loved the booby oh booby yeah oh absolutely all right J.R. Smith is in there also for me just because he is like batshit crazy. And Brad Doherty obviously is in there for me. So like it's yep. it's hard to narrow it down, but like that's kind of like the gist. But yeah. Mark Price. Mark Price. Ben Love, Larry Nance. I mean, there there's a lot of them that we've seen. Larry Nance. A lot Jr. of good ones, a lot of good dudes. Yeah, Larry Nance Jr. A lot of easy guys to root for for the Cavs. So it was tough. 
Didn't we have Wally for a little bit? Yeah, Wally Zerbiak, absolutely. Yep, we have Wally. Um, yeah, Ed Zerbiak. I forgot we had Zerbiak. Al Corver we had for a bit. I, I was like the sharpshooters, but uh seemed like none of them really came through when they came to the Cavs around no. their last leg. And here's here, Mark Price, Brad Doherty, and Shaq. I forgot Shaq even played for us. Shaq, for sure. Yeah, I didn't even think about Shaq just because. should have said Sean Kemp. Didn't Sean Kemp play for us? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he was here. Uh, it was like one of the biggest uh, signings in Cleveland sports history when the Cavs got Sean Kemp. Um, but then, yeah, he might have had a. One or two decent years, but then, uh, yeah, then he turned into Fat Sean Kemp, and uh, yeah, his name was bigger than his talent. No, uh, it's kind of like tractor trailer, right? That was my guy too. I should have put him on the list. <laughs> I don't know how long we had him for, though. Karis Avert, another Michigan guy, should have put him on there too. Jeez, look, we just. Just all right. I, I obviously I'm not gonna look through it with uh with that lens, but yeah, that was that was my legit. I, I had trouble. I knew Hot Rod was number one. I knew I wanted to give a nod to Kyrie for what he did while he was here, but um, it was hard after that. Well, I'm kicking you off to the side to show off our city dog this week, which is sure. Frostine. Uh, if you'd like to adopt her, please reach out to us or City Dogs of Cleveland. I uh, appreciate everything they do. I still can't get over this dog. It's smiling in every picture, Bri. Every picture is smiling. And Justin, I am not going to condone that kind of talk on our show. And it's a small bag that he can, you know, eat. Uh, Bri, you'll see that comment later. Um, on that note, we are here at the other show. Bri, thank you so much, bud. Why don't you God bless you? Yeah. God bless you. God bless America. I am that fat guy. I want to thank our troops, first responders, for everything they've done for us and they do for us to this day. I want to thank City Dogs of Cleveland. I want to thank Harold Q and the Lake Erie APA for sponsoring our show. And Bri, thank you, big fella. Like I always say at the end of our show, we're definitely uncorked, unloaded. We're out. See ya. <laughs>